Thanks for tuning in to Start With Scripture, a Hesed Heart podcast. Scripture reading and application that can fit into your morning routine and your busy schedule. Learn more at hesedheart.com. Good morning, my friends, and happy Tuesday. Yesterday, we talked through the very beginning of Matthew, just the first couple verses, as well as kind of an introduction to the book. Um, We heard yesterday about the Abrahamic covenant that God promised the Messiah would come from Abraham. And that is the importance of this genealogy, that Matthew, the author, is pointing back to the Old Testament and saying, see how Jesus fulfilled this. He truly is the Messiah. So we are going to hop back in today. As I did say yesterday, I will be skipping a few verses here at the beginning of Matthew because to be honest, the full genealogy and some of the names can feel a little bit boring and that's not how you want to start your day. So feel free to go to Matthew 1 yourself and read the entire genealogy. But today we will be picking back up in Matthew chapter 1 verse 5 and I will be reading to you from the ESV. He writes, And Salmon the father of Boaz by Rahab, and Boaz the father of Obed by Ruth, and Obed the father of Jesse, and Jesse the father of David the king. And David was the father of Solomon by the wife of Uriah. Now I know that was a lot, a lot of names there. Um, So we can break it down a little bit. First of all, the father of Boaz by Rahab. So if you didn't remember or didn't know, Rahab is an Old Testament figure who not only is she a woman, but she is a prostitute, a very unsavory profession, as well as a Gentile or someone of non-Jewish descent. Now that's actually a really big deal. First of all, in this time period when Matthew was writing, women were really not included in genealogies. So it's very interesting that he includes Rahab, who is a woman, a sinner, and a Gentile. He goes on to write, and Boaz the father of Obed by Ruth, mentioning Ruth, another woman, and another Gentile. And then he gets to David the king. David, one of the biggest figures in the Old Testament, one of the people we look up to as a great figure of the faith and someone who God worked through and God used. This is especially important because we call it the Davidic Covenant. Again, it was prophesied that the Messiah would come from the line of David. We will actually flip back to the Old Testament here, and I will read to you a little bit from 2 Samuel. You can read the full Davidic Covenant in 2 Samuel chapter 7. People typically um, say it is verses 8 through 17. I will just be sharing a quick verse from uh, verse 16. Again, this is 2 Samuel chapter 7, verse 16. And this is speaking to King David. 
and your house and your kingdom shall be made sure forever before me. Your throne shall be established forever. And many experts and many Jews believed that this was a prophecy to say that the Messiah would come from the line of David. Matthew is pointing back and saying, See, David is in the lineage of Jesus Christ. Jesus is the true and valid Jewish Messiah. Now, what I personally found surprising as I read this was the second half of verse 6. And David was the father of Solomon by the wife of Uriah. And who is the wife of Uriah? None other than Bathsheba. If you didn't know, David actually was a pretty bad dude during this whole deal with Bathsheba. Essentially, he had an affair with her. We don't know if she consented or not. And then he killed her husband, Uriah. And yet, Bathsheba is included in the genealogy and in the lineage of Christ. Another woman in another unconventional situation. My two cents is that by including Bathsheba, we see that David as well was a sinner. That even though David sinned, that even though David did something horribly, awfully wrong, that Christ still worked through that. That even in spite of that sin, Christ still came as our Messiah, which I think is absolutely amazing. So Matthew goes on to list more of the genealogy here in chapter 1, talking about the genealogy at the time of the deportation to Babylon, verse 11 and before, as well as following that after the deportation to Babylon. Now we will jump down to verse 16, where Matthew writes, And Jacob the father of Joseph, the husband of Mary, of whom Jesus was born, who is called Christ. So all the generations from Abraham to David were 14 generations, and from David to the deportation to Babylon, 14 generations, and from the deportation of Babylon to the Christ, 14 generations. So that ends the genealogy given in Matthew. And my two cents that I wanted to point out was just how amazing it is that Rahab, the prostitute and the Gentile, that Ruth, the Gentile woman, that Bathsheba and Mary, both women, were included in this genealogy. My two cents is that this shows the inclusivity of God's family. That God's family does not only include those of Jewish descent, as we see with Rahab and Ruth. God's family does not only include those who are perfect. As we see, Matthew points out David's sin. 
He points out a situation where David was not an upstanding citizen or an upstanding believer. And he also includes Rahab, who was a prostitute. More than that, he also shows how valuable women are. When normally they would be excluded from these genealogies, he actually included many different women in the lineage of Christ. So just a reminder that Gentiles, non-Jewish descent, sinners, and women are all valuable members of God's family. Thank you so much for starting your day with scripture, and I will see you tomorrow. I am so proud of you for starting with scripture. If you enjoy these free podcasts, please consider contributing to the ministry at Hesed Heart. You can do this through the Anchor app or by visiting hesedheart.com slash give. You can also visit hesedheart.com for even more resources, including faith-based yoga and Bible-based meditations. Thank you.